today I'm just going to go over to do uh, two games from Thursday night and then have a look at 11 games for Friday night in the first episode of the Overtime Podcast. Let's go. Hello everyone, thanks for joining me for this episode of the Overtime Podcast brought to you by Fantasy Basketball International. I'm Adam King, your host. Find me on Twitter at AdamKing91 and check out all of our content over at FBIBasketball.com. So as I said, this is the first uh, episode of the Overtime Podcast. Still says clutch time down the bottom, but we will have some new uh, banners, logos for this show. Um B-Dub is a little tied up at the moment, obviously, with his uh, new addition to the family. So we'll be coming shortly. Uh, basically, this is just going to be a recap of the games from uh, Thursday night and then looking ahead to Friday's games. Uh, we'll probably be aiming to do this two to three times a week once I can figure out a regular schedule. Uh, we'll lock in some days for that, but at the moment it's a little bit ad hoc. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh I'll bring up the box scores from tonight. So as I said, two games uh, that we had. Box scores are courtesy of uh, Basketball Monster. Uh, two games. Um, first one was was close. Philly probably should have won this, but uh, unfortunately, yeah, they, uh, B disappeared in the second half. Uh, looking at the Bucks box score there, uh, Giannis uh, did his thing. Um, it, it was a it was an interesting game. Um, I think given it was the first game of the season for the Bucks. Uh, a little bit rusty. Um, Sixers looked a bit rusty as well, so uh, probably not the offensive game that we were expecting. But Giannis, uh, yeah, Giannis was fine. Brook Lopez, uh, 17 points is probably sort of his high mark. Um, probably not for the season, but uh, he's not going to get more than that most nights. Um, but but did his other things, uh, a few rebounds, some blocks, some threes. Um Drew Holiday, pretty disappointing. Look, we're not panicking. One game, um, he had eight assists. He had two steals. Uh, His shot just didn't fall. So he hits more of his shots. It's a a far better line. Um, Look, the the Bucs, honestly, they're one of the more boring teams when it comes to fantasy. So there's not really much to talk about in terms of their depth guys or bench guys. Uh, Jordan Wara, um, he can have some value for points only, but I mean, we saw here he only played 16 minutes, so he's going to need to play more than that to have value in in 12-team leagues. So probably just deeper leagues, I think, for him. Uh, Bobby Portis had a double-double. Doesn't do much outside of score and and rebound, so he's fine as a back-end centre, but he's not someone I'd be sort of targeting um, if he is on your waiver wire. There's there's better guys available, um, I would say, anyway, based on <laughs> based on what we've seen the last 24 hours. Uh, looking at the Sixers, another really strong game for James Harden. Um, 31 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds, uh, 2 steals and a block. So always nice when he brings some of those defensive stats. He's looked really good. Uh, I had him at 4th, I think, in my rankings. So pretty happy with uh, his production so far. Tobias Harris, eh, solid enough. Um, I think we're, we're sort of down on him a bit this season. He'll be a top 100 player, but 
generally doesn't do enough in, in your peripheral categories to um, have significant value. Look, DeAnthony Melton's probably the guy we want to talk about here. Um, he was drafted in, I, w I would say, if not the majority of leagues, um, at least a, a decent amount of leagues. Um, the Sixers are, are, have made it pretty clear that they're going to run a shallow rotation based on their first two games. So Melton, yeah, I don't think he's going to get more than about 20 minutes a game um, most nights. That's probably has him on the fringe of 12 team value, but I don't think like I wouldn't be grabbing him. I'd, I'd be okay with dropping him, but only if you're picking up someone that you're fairly certain is going to have a, a decent role. Um, because I still think Melton's per minute upside is, is higher than a lot of most, most players. So, or a lot of your, your waiver wire guys anyway. So yeah, look, I'd consider dropping him, but wouldn't just drop him for the sake of dropping him, if that makes sense. Um, Tyrese Maxey, the concern we had um, is that he can score but does very little else. He had 15 points, two rebounds and nothing else. So um, didn't even hit a three. He, he's not a big three-point scorer, obviously. He's fine. I mean, roster him. I didn't, I didn't grab him anywhere. He was going way too high for me. Um, he was sort of going in that range near Jordan Poole. Um, Tyler Hero, that sort of area, um, and I'd rather have both of those guys over over Maxi. Um, Paul Reed, he did play five minutes. Uh, we'd like to see a lot more than that, but at least Montrez Harrell only played three minutes. So they may have already figured out that Harrell is not the guy that they want to be prioritising as the backup there. So um, yeah, look, not not too much. Uh, Embiid, yeah, not not the best second half of it, as I said, but uh, we'll give him a pass there. So if we scroll down to the next game, uh, Lakers and Clippers. Uh, Clippers got out big. Lakers came back, actually took the lead, and then Clippers just pulled away a little bit at the end. And the yeah, some interesting uh, decisions at the end by the Lakers to not foul with uh, down by four with seven seconds or ten seconds, whatever it was to go. Uh, for the Clippers, Zubats he was really good. Um, 14 and 17 with five blocks. Five blocks is not something that we expect from him uh, every night, but you, you take it if you drafted him. Um, just don't expect him to be getting multiple blocks um, as a regular thing. Um, the the talking point here, I guess, was Kawhi Leonard coming off the bench. Makes no sense to me, um, but they have their reasoning. They It, it obviously makes sense to the, the coaching staff. Uh, interestingly, he didn't come in till midway through the second quarter, which was odd. Uh, but he, he ended up playing 21 minutes, had 14 and seven, two assists, a steal, a three-pointer, shot relatively well. Um, only one of two from the line, but that's not going to hurt you. Uh, yeah, look, I think we probably have to just temper the expectations at least for the first um, maybe week, two weeks, if they are going to ease him in like this. Um He'll still be fine, but he, he's not going to be putting up first-round numbers if he's only playing 20, 22 minutes a game. So we'll see how that shakes out in the next game. Uh, John Wall came off the bench as well. Uh, he, look, he was decent, 15 and four, uh, three assists a steal. His percentages are going to kill you. Um, wasn't too bad from the field here, but one of three from the free-throw line. Uh, again, I mean, it's not high volume, but it's not a good sign for, for what's to come. Uh, Norm Powell started and he was terrible. Uh, nine points, four rebounds and a steal. But 
shooting um, shot 25% from the field. Um, he's normally better than that. But he, he actually, his value uh, actually relies on him being efficient. So he will be better than this. So if you did draft him, um, just hold on to him. I wouldn't be dropping him. Uh, Rob Covington, only 14 minutes off the bench. I, again, another guy I didn't draft anywhere. I think you're only holding him for defensive purposes, really. Uh, On to the Lakers, LeBron James, he was fine. Anthony Davis, he was fine. Uh, It's, I don't know, the Lakers look pretty bad. They only lost by six here, but yeah, they they look terrible, um, let's be honest. Uh, Lonnie Walker had 26 points after he he was, I can't remember his stats from the opening game, but wasn't great. So... Yeah, look, I mean, this was really nice. Um, the two steals, I wouldn't expect that again. He's someone, he look, he's fine if you want to pick him up, uh, if you need points. But as we saw with Kendrick Nunn, he was he was okay in the first game of the season. And then he shot zero of seven um, in this game here and only played 11 minutes. So I wouldn't be relying on Lonnie Walker to score 26 points every night. Um, but he's fine if you want to pick him up and just uh, add him, see what happens. Um, you might get two or three good games out of him. Uh, Pat Beverly still can't shoot the ball, um, but but doing other things there, he had two steals and two blocks. So he's getting your defensive numbers. Um, not rebounding the ball like he, he's known for, which is a bit of a bummer for me because I drafted him and, and I'd like him to be getting sort of at least four or five rebounds. Only two is disappointing, but... Um, I'll take the defensive stats here. So just remember, if you did draft him, this is why you drafted him. You didn't, you didn't pick him up, and, and um, re- you're not relying on him to sort of score double double digit points every night. So um, yeah, just keep that in perspective. Um, and look, yeah, not much else for the Lakers um, outside of LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. Um, and I guess Pat Beverly's sort of a fringy kind of guy there. I wouldn't be rostering anyone else. Um, on Westbrook, <laughs> um, two points on zero of 11, I think uh, it was. And, yeah, look, terrible. The five steals, I mean, that's great. But outside of that, it was, yeah, pretty bad. So I'm not going to project what's going to happen with the Lakers, but they don't look good. Um, so we'll look ahead to... Do the quickest way here. Uh, so having a look at the box score, well, not the box scores, but the, the games for tomorrow. As I said, 11 games tomorrow, so busy night. Uh, first game of the night, Spurs at Indiana. Uh, just touching on what we're watching for, for the Spurs, it's, it's Devin Vassell. Um, just seeing if he can find his shot tomorrow. Um, he may have been dropped in a, in a couple of leagues. If he was, I'd run and grab him. Because uh, the minutes are there, he's going to take the shots, uh, and his assists and, and steals um, were there in the first game, despite his poor performance. So, interested to see how he goes. Um, Isaiah Roby was another guy I drafted him somewhere, a really deep league, and, and he barely played yesterday. So, I'm just going to keep an eye and see if he can get into the rotation a bit more. Whether it was a matchup kind of thing, I don't know. Um, uh, and that's sort of it for the Spurs, I guess. Kelton Johnson was good. We, we, we've seen enough, even though it's it's only been one game. I think we've seen enough from him to know that he's going to have a big role. Um, oh, Josh Primo is, is probably someone I'm keeping an eye on as well. He and Trey Jones sort of split the minutes at, at the point guard position. And I think Trey was the, the popular draft pick um, based on what we saw 
to close last season, but Primo, I don't know. I'm sort of, I'm, he's growing on me a little bit uh, as a possible 12 team option. I picked him up in maybe a 12 team, maybe a 14 team. I don't remember. Um, just to see what happens. Uh, I think if he can sort of play 25, 26 minutes, he could have some value. Uh, for the paces, Miles Turner is out. Uh, I think that's the only confirmation we have. I'm, I'm pretty certain he's out for about a week. Uh, we'll, or we'll be re-evaluated in a week, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, the paces went with Terry Taylor in the starting lineup. I, I, will, I don't know if that's going to happen again. Um, pretty unclear how their rotation is actually going to work. Uh, Jalen Smith started uh, at centre, I guess, and Terry Taylor at the four. Jalen Smith was better, still not great. Uh, so I'd like to see him step things up a little bit um, for the paces. Isaiah Jackson, uh, if he plays, um, let's just keep an eye on him and, and see what his minutes are like. Uh, and, and then you've got sort of Goga Badadze there as well. We're not running to grab him. So it's, for the Pacers, it's really just keeping an eye on their rotation to see how the minutes play out. Uh, Pelicans um, play the Hornets. For the Pelicans, uh, Zion, really good in the first game. Um, hoping he can keep that up. Trey Murphy's probably a guy I'm watching. Uh, he was solid in that first had in the first game, had 16 and 9 from memory. Um, didn't do much else, but let's just see what his minutes look like uh, in a game that could potentially be a blowout um, against Charlotte, we'll, but we'll see. Um, for the Hornets, no LaMelo ball, obviously. Um, so we're going to get a, probably another look at Dennis Smith Jr. Um, look, you could stream him in. Uh, he doesn't excite me too much, um, but... If you yeah, if you need a point guard, um, he can get you defensive numbers and some assists. So uh, have a look at him and and also Nick Richards. So I'm curious to see what his minutes look like in a in a game that they may lose. Could be close. I mean, I don't know what the score is going to be, but um, he played well in the first game, but it was a blowout. So uh, we'll see what Plumlee's minutes look like and and how they uh, utilize that bench. Uh, Chicago. So the Bulls uh, at Washington. For the Bulls, no Zach Levine, I don't think. I'm not 100% sure if he's been ruled out, but, um, I th- yeah, I, I have a feeling he has. I, I think they said he was going to miss the first two games of the season, but I could be wrong. Um, let's see how DeRozan goes uh, w- without him there. The point guard rotation with Desunmu, um he, he was really good in the first game. Caruso started uh, as well. Not as good, but but did enough. Um, but Dasunmu is the guy there that you want to be targeting. Um, Lonzo, who knows when he's coming back. So I think Dasunmu, I mean, you view him as probably a long-term, well, medium to long-term pickup as opposed to a streaming option. Um, Caruso is probably more of a streaming option, I think. Uh, and Patrick Williams, really passive in the first game offensively. So I'd like to see more from him on that end of the floor. Uh, for the Wizards, uh, Beal, he was really good in the first game, so let's just see how, how he's shooting the ball. Um, uh, Avdia, I think, has been cleared to play, so he will probably start again, I would assume, with Barton coming off the bench. Um, I'm curious to see how Avdia goes, uh, if he can last the game, um, how many minutes he plays and what sort of production he can put up, um, because I, I I didn't mind him towards the end of last season, uh, but yeah, we're not sure with the Wizards where Barton fits in. So um, 
yeah, something to monitor because uh, Barton was probably drafted in quite a few leagues, um, but could be available after that first game because he, he wasn't he wasn't awesome. So um, next game, uh, Toronto at Brooklyn for the Raptors. I mean, not much to talk about. Their rotation is probably about as shallow as you'll find. So their starters are going to get big minutes. Um, Gary Trent is probably of all their starters, the, the guy that's, I mean, his minutes could, could shuffle down at one point, uh, at some point throughout the season. Um, but he was really good in the first game. So I'm hoping he can keep that up. Uh, for the Nets, Ben Simmons, a uh, guy I picked up in a few spots, uh, keen to see how he goes after a pretty poor uh, opening game. I think we can agree on that. Um, so hopefully he can turn things around. Uh, Kyrie as well. He was pretty bad in the first game in terms of shooting. So something that, uh, yeah, we don't see that often. He's, he's normally relatively efficient for a point guard. So hopefully he can turn things around as well um, against the Nets. Uh, Boston at Miami. Uh, Boston, they were really impressive in the first game of the season. Um, so we'll, we'll see... Yeah, uh, if they can keep that going in, in what will probably be a tough game uh, in Miami. Uh, for the Celtics, Al Horford, um, yeah, just curious to see what his minutes might look like. I th- he was in foul trouble in that first game, so uh, could play a little bit more. Their center rotation is still pretty shallow, so yeah, I'm curious to see as well how they um, allocate those minutes uh, and, and who we see sort of coming off the bench, whether they go with Grant Williams Um at centre a little bit. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Grant Williams is probably a guy that you could stream in if you wanted to, but he, I think he's on his uh, real-life value actually outweighs his fantasy appeal or, or fantasy value, so I, I wouldn't be prioritising him um, there. Uh, for the Heat, they're a team I'm probably a bit lower on this season than, than a lot of other analysts. Um, I'm just... I don't know. Their depth worries me. Uh, Kyle Lowry looks really bad. We'll see how he goes tomorrow. Um, He may have been dropped in some leagues as well. So based on what he can do, uh, he's someone you could go and pick up. Um, But yeah, I'm just not super high on the heat that I could be totally wrong there. Um, But yeah, again, not, not a lot to, to watch in terms of fantasy uh, for them. Um, Max Struess is probably the only guy. He was really not really good in their first game, uh, despite their poor overall performance. And I think it's pretty clear that he's ahead of Duncan Robinson in the rotation. So Struess is someone you could consider streaming in tomorrow. Uh, Orlando at, at Atlanta. Orlando were a lot of fun in the first game. Um, we'll see if Banquero can repeat what he what he did opening night. I I wouldn't count on it. Um, We'll see. Uh, Franz Wagner, guy that I've got a lot of shares in this season, uh, impressed me in that first game as well. Uh, Jalen Suggs, no word of an injury coming out of that first game, despite he appeared to take a knock to his knee. But um, I don't think we've we've got word that, that he'll be missing any time. So hopefully he plays. Um, Cole Anthony is questionable from memory. So I would assume if he plays, he will go back into the starting lineup and Suggs may shift to the bench. But, I mean, Terence Ross should be shifting to the bench, but they seem to want to start him for some reason. Uh, And then for the Magic, probably just watching the centre rotation. So, I mean, we know Wendell Carter's going to get good minutes, but 
who is the first big off the bench. It was Bol Bol in the opening game. Um, Mo Bumba was drafted and then dropped in a lot of leagues. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how the rotation, whether the the three bigs uh, is something that they're going to stick with, uh, whether Bumba comes off the bench ahead of Bol Bol. Um, yeah, so just monitoring the, the minutes and the, and the rotation there. Uh, for the Hawks, we're just watching DeJounte and Trey, um, seeing what their chemistry is like. It was really good in the preseason. It was really good in the first game. So, um, yeah, not worried about anything, just watching uh, how they play alongside each other. Um, and Yeko Kongwu, guy that I'm I'm really high on, if he ever does crack a starting role, um, he was he was pretty good in the first game. I think he had 15 and 9 or 11 and 9 or something in the first game. I haven't got the numbers here. Um but he only needs sort of 22 minutes to have back-end value, I think. Uh, and Capella only had two and two and eight uh, or something like that in his 26, 27 minutes. So it does appear that Capella is going to get the majority of the minutes. But, uh, yeah, look, I mean, if he gets in foul trouble or something, a Kongu could get a small bump there. Uh, Detroit at New York. Detroit, another team that looks really fun this year. Uh, we're, we're keeping an eye on... Uh, the centre rotation, or J- Jalen Duran specifically, um, to see if he can repeat what he did in the first game. He he was awesome. So should have been picked up everywhere. If he wasn't, um, go and rectify that now. He should be he should be rostered uh, in all 12-team leagues, I think. Um, we're still a few weeks away from Bagley getting back in the lineup. Uh, I think it was about a month that he's out. So we have got a month here of Jalen Duran potentially playing as the primary backup. Um, Isaiah Stewart, he looked really good in the first game. I thought they utilised him quite well. Uh, he is undersized, but a lot quicker than uh, than opposing centres. So uh, with Cade there, um, with Jaden Ivey there, they're playing at a really fast pace. So I think that suits Isaiah Stewart. And I mean, his ceiling isn't, isn't top 50 or anything like that. But if they're utilising him in that way, then I think he... He could be a top 100 player, top 120 player pretty comfortably. So, um, yeah, a couple of things to watch there. The Knicks, uh, unfortunately, we do have to watch the Knicks. Um, it For me, it's really just Hartenstein that I'm watching. Um, he was really good in that first game, obviously, but Mitch Robinson had really early foul trouble. So we're not expecting Hartenstein to play uh, 40 minutes again, but... It would be really good, actually, if, if Mitch Robinson doesn't get in foul trouble so we can get a, a good read on what the minutes might look like uh, in a standard situation. Um, I'm hoping it's sort of 26-22. Um, I'd be, be great if it's a minute split, but I still think Robinson is their preferred option at the moment anyway. Um, but in saying that, Hartenstein should have been added and should be added everywhere uh, at the moment. Um Utah uh, at Minnesota. Utah coming off a pretty surprising win against the Nuggets. Uh, Their rotation was weird. A lot of weird rotations from teams to start the season. Um, Sexton came off the bench. Jordan Clarkson started. Kelly Olynyk got in foul trouble, played 15 minutes. Walker Kessler was uh, solid off the bench. So we're really just, I mean, I'm not targeting any of these guys. I'm, I'm just, I, I want to see what their rotation looks like without foul troubles. Uh, Vanderbilt had foul trouble as well. So, yeah, I'd like in a few of these games, obviously, for fouls to, to not be an issue so we can see what the playing time is going to be like. 
um, in Utah, yeah, um, Sexton, I'm still rostering him over Jordan Clarkson. I think he's he's going to be a better per-minute guy um, and could potentially move into the starting lineup at some point if Clarkson is moved later in the season. Uh, for the Timberwolves, Anthony Edwards, hopefully he can uh, step things up because I've got shares in him as well. Um, Cat, I don't, but it would be nice to see him uh, a little bit more aggressive offensively. He had seven assists in that first game. We do know that he can play as a facilitator, and, and perhaps that's the role they're going to um, put him in. I hope it's not, uh, well, at least not his primary role, because that could mean he might only average 18 points a game. And, and if you drafted him first round, you need him to be scoring sort of 22, 23 a game. Um, and his rebounds were way down as well, which, and we were expecting a hit, but probably not that much of a hit. So, um, yeah, just, just keeping an eye on Cat and, and at watching how he settles into this new role. Um, Jalen Noel off the bench as well. I like him. I picked him up in a deeper league. I'm hoping he can sort of carve out a 20, 22 minute role um, because I think he's got some upside in, in points and threes but also uh, can handle the ball a little bit. So uh, could be a couple of assists there as well. Uh, Grizzlies at Houston. Memphis, uh, Brandon Clark is, is probably the, the name here that everyone's talking about. Uh, he was not good in the first game, um, but did have some foul trouble, did close the game despite that foul trouble. So I think he's probably going to be closer to 20. 22 to 24 minutes most nights. Um, I, I, I'm hoping at least that that first game was more of an outlier. But we, we'll see tomorrow because, I mean, they should beat Houston. Um, I'm not saying they will, but they should. Uh, so we'll see how Brandon Clark goes. I'm, I'm hoping you didn't drop him. Um, I would be holding him for another a game or two just to see. Um, Santi Aldama, he played 39 minutes, I think. Uh, I wouldn't expect that every night either. Uh, Dylan Brooks was out um, for that game, so there were, was a few more minutes uh, or a few more minutes to spread around uh, over those players. So, um, yeah, for the for the Rockets, Jabari Smith, I have him in a lot of places, so I'm hoping he can continue uh, what was a uh, an encouraging start. Um, didn't blow anyone away, but I thought he was solid. Um, I guess the big question mark here is whether Bruno Fernando is going to start again uh, or whether Shengun will come into the starting lineup. I would assume, I mean, I sort of theorised that maybe it was a matchup thing. and it, But again, if that's the case, then they're probably going to start Fernando against Stephen Adams. Uh, so, yeah, I think I picked up Fernando in one league um, and that was really just because I didn't have a centre. Uh, so I don't mind if he starts. Um, I don't think there's huge upside there, but but Shengun, obviously, we, we are holding him and, and hoping that he can play more than he did in that opening game. Uh, and he was decent in, in those minutes, but um, Tari Eason is the other name. Um, only played 15 minutes in the first game. And I mean, look, we had a, we did have a sense or have a feeling that that might be the case, um, just given the depth. And, and Jay Sean Tate didn't play, I think. So it could be a bit of a bumpy road if you do have Eason on your team. Uh, I have him in a couple of spots, and I mean, I've just got him on the bench. So if it gets sort of a month in, maybe maybe four to five weeks in, and and you you're not winning. Um, 
or, or you're not sort of where you need to be in terms of place uh, position um, in your standings, you may have to consider dropping him a bit like Shengun last season. Uh, but I'm I'm holding sort of as long as I can because the upside. I mean, we know it's there. Um, Phoenix at Portland uh, for Phoenix. Uh, yeah, I mean, not not much to watch here. Chris Paul, hopefully he'll be better uh, than he was in the opening game. Uh, Jock Landale, um, not really a fantasy guy, but he's an Aussie, so I'm just keen to see how he goes. I think he's I think he's quite a good fit, and it appears as though he has got that backup role. So, um, yeah, I, I, if if DeAndre Ayton got in foul trouble for some reason or, or got injured, I'm not wishing an injury on anyone, obviously, but. Uh, it would be interesting to see whether they would have the confidence to just slide Landale into that starting role or whether they'd get someone like Biombo, um to come in and, and play those minutes. So, uh, yeah, just something, I guess, point of point of discussion. Uh, for Portland, Lillard was pretty bad in that first game, so hopefully he, he's uh, good to go for this second game. Uh, Josh Hart, he was solid. He'll be solid again. He, he always is. Uh, Shaden Sharp was good in his... Uh, limited minutes in the first game, so maybe he gets uh, a couple more minutes here, but but we'll see. Um, yeah, look, not a lot for Portland other than the guys that are rostered already. Uh, and Denver at Golden State, so Denver coming off that pretty embarrassing loss to Utah. Uh, we'll be looking for Jamal Murray to uh, turn things around if he plays. He's questionable, I think, due to knee maintenance, so that's a little bit concerning that... Uh, it's not a back-to-back, I don't think. So, yeah, it's, it's a bit concerning that they are looking at uh, sort of managing his minutes already, um, as they're doing with Kawhi, I suppose. Um, Michael Porter Jr. was solid, hoping he can sort of just continue slowly on an upward trajectory, um, get back to where he was a couple of seasons ago. Uh, and not much else for the Nuggets. Uh, Aaron Gordon was really good, but we know that he has games like that and then he falls off a cliff. So, um, yeah, not prioritising him. And for the Warriors, uh, coming off a really strong game for them, um, yeah, we're looking at uh, uh, their, their normal sort of guys. There's no no little fantasy discussion there uh, outside of Steph, Draymond, Jordan Poole, uh, Clay Thompson. Uh, sounds like Clay and Draymond are going to have their minutes managed for the next couple of weeks. So if you did draft them, just uh, keep that in mind. That um, yeah, your, your expectations uh, just need to be not cut in half, but reduced um, because they're going to be limited. Uh, but that gives Jordan Poole a small bump there for a few weeks. Um, as we know, we, we, we've seen that plenty of times. And that's probably going to do it. That's all the games. Uh, that's really all I wanted to talk about. Um, as I said, we will have new logos, new banners, that sort of thing, uh, once we get all that sorted. I don't know if we'll have different intro music. We might. Um, depends how, how frisky BW is feeling. Um, remember, you check out all of our content um, over at fbibasketball.com. Uh, you can access the Discord server over there as well. Uh, follow this podcast. We're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We'd love it if you could give us a thumbs up, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, That's all the things, I I think. Um, We are building our our audience slowly. um, And as we do some some more of these regular shows, uh, I, I think the audience will continue to build as well. So that will do for 
tonight's show, this morning's show, depending where you are. Uh, until next time, catch up. You just listened to another episode from the Fantasy Basketball International Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. And for more information about joining our community, please check out our website at fbibasketball.com.